Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is the Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Welcome to iHeartRadio's Almost Famous, the OGs. I am Bob Guinea, and unfortunately, my co-host Trista is not available to join me today, so you won't get the uh, the wonderful pizzazz of Trista Sutter Nay Ren. But I do have a great guest who's with us today. Uh, you know her from Lorenzo, Prince Lorenzo Borghese's season of The Bachelor way back uh, in 2006, which is crazy. So this really is OG style because I was 2003. Trista and I were 2002 and three. So, so there you go. I mean, this is going way back. Um, you will remember her from her tiara and she came on. She was basically a princess. 
Erica Rose, and Erica is here. She's going to join us, and we're going to find out all things that are going on with Erica. So let's bring her in. Ladies and gentlemen of the Almost Famous OG family, please help me welcome Miss Erica Rose. Hi. Wait a minute. Is that your tiara? Is that the old school tiara from back it's, in the day? It's a headband. It's <laughs> <laughs> good to Still, see you. Nice to see you too. How are you? I'm good. I can't remember if we've ever met IRL in real life. Yeah, I think we did like uh, some event years ago. It was very brief though. And yeah. I remember, I remember thinking, man, I really, she's so nice, you know, but it was crazy because I didn't realize. So, I mean, obviously I was just talking about before you came in, I was, you know, way back in the day, of course, 2003. Um, but then I realized I'm like, oh my God, you guys were 2006. You weren't that I far know. behind me. It's crazy. I, I watched your season, of course. And I felt Thank like that, but sometimes I think I met someone and then it's like, oh, we met online or you never know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm a fan of yours, honestly. I think you have a great attitude, always positive. Oh, well, thank you. And the feeling is mutual. I know you, I, I always thought you were like the first one that came on with your own thing going on. You know, like <laughs> uh, that was before, I feel like uh, you coming on with a tiara and being like, I'm a princess and I, I deserve to be treated a certain way. You know, yeah. I think it, it, it really resonated with people and I'm sure it was polarizing to some, right? I'm sure you got right. some grief, but obviously, you know, it, it made you very noteworthy. And was it one of those things like, like walking into it, you were just like, I've got an idea, I'm going for it, and I'm, and I'm holding true. Like, how did you make the yeah. decision to, to go well, in? Well, it was literally because The Bachelor on my season, still friends with me, um, Prince Lorenzo Borghese, that's why I wore a tiara, because he was a prince. Right. Um, nice. Before that, I had only went, worn one literally once at my 23rd birthday. And <laughs> then it just became a thing. But um, Lorenzo actually came to my husband and my wedding. Oh, that's awesome. They lifelong friends. But yeah, I... I always tell people I wouldn't have worn a tiara if, you know, it was your season or like right. Palmer's. I wouldn't have came in with a crown being like, I'm your princess. That would have been so random. Right. Um, I think a lot of people like don't get that. I did that because he was a prince. I was surprised not more girls did that. Honestly. I know it is. Actually, when you think about it that way, it makes perfect sense, right? You come in, yeah. you're like, hey. I mean, if you were on Jesse's season, you would have come in with a football helmet, right? I mean, yeah. it, there's a lot of there's a lot of ways to go. <laughs> and I didn't I don't even think I would have done like Jesse's season because I don't think I would have been his hype whereas like Lorenzo we are lifelong friends so there yeah. was something to that just feeling like either you know we could be a good match but if not like I made a lifelong friend so that's really cool yeah I really love Lorenzo he, he and I met at the Kentucky Derby several years back and I remember just I liked his whole thing you know and it's like he came in and was just just a nice nice guy in fact i still keep in touch with him and he he just uh sent me some of his beer which is really good oh i need to try that i'm not a huge beer person but still i'm sure his is really good yeah it's almost like you're drinking like a popsicle which i'm like that you know i'm not a big beer guy either so yeah <laughs> very sweet but then okay so you go on the show obviously you know you're a fan favorite people really kind of resonate with you and you you got down how far did you go um on lorenzo's season were you down oh, to the final four it was kind of like the final eight, but then the producers brought me back to judge a competition when there were six girls left and pick the top two winners. And the two that I picked, Jen and Sadie, ended up being the final two. Wow. So it was like I was there longer, but I was really like number eight eliminated. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of went my season. I was I was technically like the fifth guy left because we 
they hadn't really figured. I think they went to six and then they went to four. And, um, and similarly, I remember like, I thought I was, I was done, you know, so I'm watching the show at home like everybody else. And every week I'm still in it doing something. Yeah, that's how I was. They kept like (laughs) editing it. And I'm like, um, I was like doing this one thing, like in a bathtub. I'm like, I wasn't there though. (laughs) I was back home, but it was fun because I got to hang out in Rome with a handler, you know, for a couple of that was nice. That was heck yeah that point <laughs> that's so awesome yeah you you were one of the when, i'm not sure if it was before your season but it, it, it became a thing where obviously with lorenzo you know being in italy was was key but right. i feel like that sort of kick-started the season starting to travel a lot more yeah. and a lot earlier Definitely. you know yeah, yeah. It was kind of oh like i felt i was 23 so it was a little over i had been overseas i'd been to italy but it was overwhelming to me i think um like leaving my dog leaving my family like going to Italy I think it would have been like when I did bachelor pad and it was in LA that was a lot less scary I don't know there was something about like the whole season being in Italy that was just it really felt like wow I'm like really like going away to a foreign country like this is crazy yeah that was a big deal I mean I remember when they traveled the show that year and the whole thing I mean I heard stories was the mansion like did, now, did you all stay in the same mansion? I'm sorry, you got to refresh my memory, but were you guys all in the same mansion on that one? Or was it, did you have different homes? Um, so yeah, we stayed in the same place. I didn't make it to like overnight traveling dates or anything, but it was funny because the villa in Italy was not like as nice as the bachelor mansion only because it was Italy. It was right. the summer and it's like Houston summer weather, but in <laughs> Italy, I'm like here, there's no air conditioning. Like it's this right. old villa that was one of his, I think relatives villas from back in the day. So it was hot AF. We were like sweating, like glow, like not cutely, but glowing <laughs> and they were like bringing in fans to cool us down. So like, it was a beautiful villa, but it was really uncomfortably hot. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the mansion honestly was a lot nicer, even though we slept, you know, in bunk beds when we did bachelor pad, which was also so crazy. Yeah. We, like literally like having sex in the bunk beds like while oh I was my God. asleep but I just didn't care we were so tired I'm like I'm just gonna sleep well I was gonna say I remember talking to Lorenzo about the the villa in Italy and he was like oh my god it was amazing well, his but his yeah he's like but you know and uh yeah you know, so I, I do remember that yeah we went and we did have a date at his villa where he was staying the one I was eliminated at two on one but the where he was staying was nice you know of course air conditioning um yeah. Yeah, like great closet. I don't know. So of course this would be nicer, but people thought it was funny when I remember I complained about where we were staying. It wasn't the aesthetics. It was that it was about a hundred degrees in like the summer in Rome and there was no air, you know, right. so that was crazy. You know, knowing the producers, I got to believe they, they were like, this would be great. It'll really get the women pissed off. It'll be fantastic. I'm you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but then you mentioned bachelor pad. So yeah, so you went from... Bachelor, you're, you know, top top 10, of course, on The Bachelor, top eight. And then you go, um, how long were you home before they I called you about Bachelor Pass? I, like, life moved on. Like, I literally started law school and was like, that's it. Like, I'm going to be, you know, time passed. I started law school, I think, in, like, 2009. Yeah. And um, maybe 2010. But anyway, and so then I was, like, in law school doing my thing. Um, and they invited me to kind of, like, a little not reunion, but it was after like a men's taping of the tell, you know, the reunion yeah. in LA went to that. And um, then they were like, we'd love to have you on bachelor pad. I didn't do it the first season because I had a really good summer clerkship. 
in law school with like this criminal defense lawyer. So I think I, I had a lot of friends that did that season, but I ended up doing bachelor pad season two and three, which was three was the final season. Yeah. Was it awesome? I mean, did you did you love it? Was it a great experience? Was it? No, no. I Bachelor itself was a great experience. I can't say that I on by the first Bachelor pad I did. It, I can't say it was a bad experience because I made good friends like Vienna, for example, my friend Melissa. They all came to my wedding. So yeah, in that regard, like I and even Michelle Money, I love her. Yeah, yeah, me too. Their wedding, you know. So I can't say I regret doing it because of the cool friends that I made. Even though I got eggs thrown at me, like I honestly wasn't. Oh, that's that right. I forgot about <laughs> I that. Uh, it was it was like more at the time I was just so busy and wanting to move on because I had to go yeah. back to law school. But then it was more awkward when I was dating someone like not on the show, you know, in real life. And they would see the egg toss challenge and be like, oh, my God, you're the least attractive girl in the house because that's what the thing said. So I was really lucky when I met my husband that he had only seen The Bachelor, but not Bachelor Pad. Still hasn't watched it. Um, he knows about the challenge, but I didn't. I don't think I brought it up to him until maybe we were married a couple of years. Well, I think you probably can guess yeah. at this point that was a pretty produced moment for them to say something like yeah. that anyway, because clearly that's not the case. But well, you know, it's funny. I mean, I I, I got invited back, and it was kind of fun um, for me to entertain the idea. But they had called me at one point about Bachelor Pad, and I was like, I thought they meant to host it, you know. Yeah. It was for the first one. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe I would do that. That sounds fun. And they're like, no, we want to have an actual, you know, one of the, like the bachelors yeah. on it. And I'm like, right. so tell me the concept, you know, and, they, <laughs> and I remember how they pitched it to me. And then I remembered kind of looking into it a little bit more. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I would get killed there. Yeah. Like, it's like Survivor yeah. meets. It was hard. Yeah. Bachelor in Paradise, they have it easy. I mean, they're just hanging at the beach. The challenges we were doing were like these kind of like real world road rules challenges from back in the day. If you ever watched that, we'd be like yes. down synchronized swimming, just like the craziest things. Obviously a lot of them were not my strong suit. Ones that involve more like strategizing and was better at, but, um, I, Jake did it, you know, the former back. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so I, you know, I thought it was cool that he was there. I thought he, I was like, he's the cutest one because yeah. he was the only one that was a bachelor. So I think, I feel like you would have done well on it. Just the seasons I uh, everyone would have liked you. I think I would have gotten, thank you. It's very <laughs> sweet of you to say, I would have gotten killed. I literally thought about, it, I was like, I don't even understand. Like when I watch Survivor, I get so uncomfortable. Like I'm always like, oh my God, how do they form alliances and all this kind of stuff? I'm like, I would never make it. it because the alliances yeah. started before. Like people would, yeah. I got a number of my friend, Casey Kale called me up like, I met him at some reunion party and he called me up ahead of time being like, okay, girl, you're going to be in my alliance. I'm like, what? WTF? Like people are already strategizing. Like, <laughs> I was lucky to have that. Yeah. We really did like, since I was so bad at the challenges, it really did carry you a long way. And looking back, even at season three, the last one I did, I was upset with my friend, Michael Stagliano at the time, but he was like, I saved you from like four eliminations. You literally lost every challenge. So I think I shouldn't have been as upset with him as I was in feeling betrayed when, you know, yeah, hated me and then I eliminated him, whatever. Um, it's all water under the bridge, but it's just, you know, you reflect and you look back, but the Alliance stuff and it was kind of a chaotic environment for sure. Yeah. You know? Well, and it was kind of uncharted waters, right? Cause it's yeah. also like, everybody's probably hooking up. And like you said, you know, you're in a bunk bed. It's like, yeah. I think it would be so uncomfortable. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? 
a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Okay, so you go through that. You're, are you a lawyer yet or are you, where are you at at that point? I graduated law school and then instead of, so I, like season two was fine. I should have just like taken the bar exam with all my friends from law school in the summer of 2012. That's the only thing I regret is doing season three. I think in my mind, I was like, didn't find love on season two. Yeah. Bachelor Pat, I'm going to do it this time. I had just turned 29. So all my friends from Houston, like back home, were getting married. 
And I really should have just like taken my bar exam and just moved on with my life. But instead, I didn't do that. Um, so I filmed season three and like nothing horrible happens, but like didn't find love. So I think I yeah. went to a time where after that I was like, okay, I'm done with this, you know, um, thought I wanted to do entertainment media law, like stayed in LA for a little bit, had a baby, um, yeah. my ex who were friends still, co-parents, whatever. Then I moved back to Houston with her, my daughter, um, reconnected with my husband, got married. We studied for our bar exams together. I passed it. Um, and so I've been a lawyer almost five years. And then my husband and I also have a daughter together. So I have two daughters. I know. Congratulations. They're adorable. I saw, I, I was looking at some pictures earlier. You got Holland and Aspen. Those are awesome yeah. names. Thank you. You're welcome. And yeah. I like that they're both middle name Rose too. I think that's very yeah. cool. Yeah. It's funny because everyone growing up always called me Erica Rose because Erica is such a common name. So there was always one other Erica in my grade. She yeah. Was, yeah. I was Erica Rose. So I felt like um, with my kids, they just go by their first names because their first names are so cool. But I liked giving them my name is a middle name, especially because they both have different last names than each other, you know, yeah, that's last name. And so I felt like that would be cool. That is, I think that's super cool, actually. And, that, and that's a great way to think about it, too. I wasn't even thinking about the fact that they had different last names. So that's beautiful. It ties them together even more. You know, yeah, they're so close and they're funny. And of course, they fi they're already fighting over clothes like they can wear <laughs> the same size. And they're four and a half and six and a half. And the other day, um, Holland was wearing Aspen's dress and, and Aspen's like, that's mine, Holland. Like, they're <laughs> so funny to me. Are they in are they into fashion? Like, do they love like getting all yeah. dressed up and stuff? Yeah, especially my daughter, Holland. But she wants to dress like I do. So she's always looking for like fashion but um she's like obsessed with taylor swift i just took her to the concert she loved it but she's very into like fashion she's the one that made me get a tiktok she's like mom we need to make a tiktok <laughs> you guys do the dances all the stuff yeah yeah like she's better at it than me um but it's fun <laughs> they're cute that's awesome now you then from the show you jump in so you're 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 practicing law now Right. Yeah. Everything's going great. Yeah. Everything's and then you get a call to go on below deck or do oh, you God. call? I how does this happen? Talk about that. Um, so how that happened is they were always the below deck people. They, I think they just somehow get your email from like, mm. I don't even know. They started emailing me and it was never a good time um, to do it. Besides during 2020, because I did it twice during 2020. It was like, we, not a lot of us had a lot of things going on with my girlfriend. Yeah. So it was kind of like girls trip. It was a bunch of my friends that we had all lived in LA at the same time, but now we're all all over the country. So for once in our lives, like we had a week off basically to go to Croatia and do this. And yeah, I own my own business, my own law firm. So I figured it's good marketing, but also yeah. just gonna be a fun girls trip. I hadn't done that since having kids and I still haven't done it since then, literally. Yeah. Oh, so, and since my husband didn't come the first time, it was it was fun. Um, and he stayed home and watched the kids. So that was good. And then he came back with me last or two summers ago. And that was very, very um, chaotic. But yeah. Um, so I didn't really receive negativity when I went with my friends. But I was surprised at when my husband came with me, that people were getting really nasty, like on social media, just saying things like people would message me being like, Oh, girl, I hope you like get divorced. I feel so bad for you. Or like, I feel bad. Oh. And I'm like, you guys, this is not real life. He's a great dad. Um, he's a really good husband. And 
it was hurtful to me that, I mean, he was choosing to act a little bit chaotic, in my opinion. <laughs> he was a theater major in college, and I felt like it was, he had never gotten to use that degree. Maybe. This was his time. Yeah. It was his time to shine. <laughs> but he's really a nice person, for sure. Um, It was definitely, I didn't expect him to fight with, like, my hairdresser and just, like, all the things that happened. It was a lot, but, like. We have moved on from it, but it's weird. We know when they're re-airing it because we'll still, he'll, he especially will get like random people hating on him on Instagram and, and the new yeah. Odex airing. So we're like, I guess they're repeating episodes. I don't know. Yeah, like, here we go. Well, it yeah. says it was one of the highest rated episodes. So that's probably yeah. why, right? Yeah. It was, but it wasn't fun. Um, I no. think now that I'm, no one like talked badly about me as a lawyer. I just got Rising Star Super Lawyer, which is like a really big award. But That's awesome. Thank you for family law. Um, yeah, and it's not like you're in a small town either. You know, yeah, you're, <laughs> really big city. Um, yeah, but I didn't like the negativity. Um, my husband was like, he's literally like the kind of person that's zero f's given. Like that's yeah, look, and that's like him basically. So he really didn't care. He was sad that I cared, but I think I took it personally because I don't know why people were mentioning things about my kids when they weren't on the trip. So to say that that reflects on us or him as a parent, I don't yeah. get the logical connection. We were gone that time for three days and the kids weren't there. And like how someone acts on a yacht, you know, with alcohol. Oh my God. Yeah. It's not how they act at home. With I kids. think, you know, it's so funny because uh, not funny. I shouldn't say that, but it's so interesting to me. It's almost like a, like the biggest social science experiment in the world, right? Like you go yeah. on these shows and, 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 and the internet is harsh. I mean, Tristan, I we talked about it a bunch, but you came along when you start when you were on The Bachelor. I think was when it was really kind of starting off with with social media, right? Yeah, and yeah, we didn't have it at all when we did the show. Oh. So like, you know, if I didn't stumble into a chat room, I thought everybody loved me. You know, yeah, and then I'd exactly. you know, God forbid, you know, my right. friends would be like, dude, you know. <laughs> I think most people did like you from what I remember. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You'd be surprised though. I mean, I, I yeah. used to say it. I was like, I would, I, I, I tell my wife now, I'm mm. always like, look, back in the day, I'm like, I would see a hundred nice things about me. Mm -hmm. And then I'd see one negative thing and I couldn't get out of my head for like weeks. Right. Yeah. And people don't realize the power that that stuff has on social media because we are real people. And, you know, like you said, your husband doesn't care. I wish I had that power. Yeah. I, I care yeah. too much, you know, Same with me. And so I just kind of like learned to tune it out. I used to not block people on Instagram when they would write something rude. Now I'm just like blocked, blocked. Like yeah. I don't want to hear from that. If someone's yeah. going to come to me with like constructive criticism, that's positive. I'll listen. But if they're just going to be hateful, body shaming, whatever negative they're doing like i'm gonna just block that person because i don't i really don't have time for it anymore and yeah it does get in your psyche and it does affect you and it yeah. can be so toxic and hurtful so i just no longer entertain it you know yeah well you have to i mean especially when you you know you've got a successful career going you have a good marriage you have great yeah. kids it's like you know, at the end of the day, you did a few things that were fun and you got to go on a, you know, a trip to Croatia, which is a dream of mine, by the way. You should do it, but not yeah. that. I mean, you can not on the boat. just go anyways. Um, yeah. Yacht, you know, or just go without a yacht. But it's a really beautiful country. For sure. It really is. is it, now, do you, what is your, uh, is your heritage? Do you have any, like, is Croatia so part my, of you? It was so funny because when I was in Croatia, so many people thought I was part Croatia. Yeah. I'm like, I could be. I thought maybe you were because, yeah, you, you resemble a friend of mine yeah. who, 
she's just got these like, she's just very she's got a lot of the croatian qualities and they're very uh, beautiful people obviously you know that, thank you i mean it was funny because several people thought that but i have like a lot of different ancestry i've done my dna it's always interesting to find out new things yeah um but it's a bunch of stuff in <laughs> <laughs> croatia is not in the mix huh <laughs> no croatia was part swedish um there was some uh, my grandmother was born in like turkey and then i have like Polish, just like kind of everything, basically. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Are you good for you? That's pretty awesome. I mean, at the end of the day, I I, I need to get to my. Uh, we did a twenty three and Me thing here on the show. Oh yeah. And I was always told growing up that I was American Indian and Irish. Okay. Nothing and nothing else, right? That was it. Just like yeah. basically these two, you know, main things. And I didn't know which one had a heavier lean. Like, I didn't know if I was more American Indian or more Irish. I assumed more Irish, but my dad was like really dark hair, dark skin. So I'm like, maybe I'm American Indian, Irish, equal split. Yeah. Come to find out, uh, you know, my American Indianism is like this big. And, uh, you know, my Irish, Scottish, German. I can see that. I can see you have that. a million other things, you know? So I'm like, oh, this yeah. isn't what I expected. I was. Frankly, I was a little disappointed because I was uh -huh. kind of like, you know, I, I liked being, you know, in my mind being this yeah. exotic mix, you know, uh -huh. didn't necessarily work out. So who knows? It's, but so. it's still interesting. My husband, yeah. did, my husband didn't do his, but his sister did. And so they found out they have like part Pacific Islander, a lot of Greek heritage, which I think is cool. So a lot of people always think he's Italian, but yeah, it's funny when you do it and you're, I mean, I hope it's accurate and they're not just making stuff up, but <laughs> you never know. Um, I hope so. Yeah, that would suck. That would suck really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now what's going on with you? I mean, obviously you're, you're practicing law, you're a rising star in your office there. I mean, and, and it's family law, right? Did, did your yeah. experiences influence that at all? Yes, they definitely, well, kind of, so I was going to do entertainment media, but then I told one of my friends in LA, I wanted to do family law. And that is how I met my daughter Holland's father is that my friend Nikki said, I know this guy, he does high end family law. I think you would like working with him, not like yeah. setting us up, but um, we were working together for a little bit. And then, you know, I really learned a lot from him. And then I think I was just really ready. And so was he. He has an, a child that's a now 20 year old son. And yeah. um, we were like Christmas shopping one day for gifts for his church. And he said the biggest thing he regrets was not having a second child. And I was 30, 31 at the time. And I was like, I was just at the moment like, okay, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, um, one thing led to another, we were dating and it's a very LA thing, I guess, to say like, let's just have a baby. And like, who cares about like getting married? You know, let's see what happens. Yeah. And then right. after a couple months, like it was faster than we thought, but we were trying. It was not like, oops, no. Like this was right. like the only time. Um, but that I was like, I'm ready to be a mom, you know. So we were pregnant. We thought we moved in together. Like we kind of we thought about getting married, tried that out. I mean, we didn't get married, but thought about it, took it seriously. Yeah. And it was so crazy when we went to Jade and Tanner's wedding together. Yeah, that's where we met. That's, okay, where we met. that's where we met. I knew it. Yes. Yeah, that was such a nice wedding. It was. I felt like they were so in love. And that's kind of weird. But for me, that's when I knew like, I don't think that my ex and I should get married because I wouldn't feel that way. And I don't think he would either um, walking down the aisle like they did. And yeah. that's okay. It was a confusing time. I felt pressure like from my family, that kind of thing. 
And then I on the show, Chris, or on Jade and Tanner's wedding, the love special, Chris was asking me, like, when are you guys going to get married? Because I was already, like, a little pregnant. I was like, oh, we'll just have a shotgun wedding, like, just saying all this <laughs> stuff. But um, we took a few steps back and just um, decided no. You know what I mean? And yeah. And things happened and moved back to Houston. But now we get along really well as parents because that's the most important thing. And uh, yeah. my daughter has two different dads, like my husband and her her dad, you know, yeah. and I think that it's definitely taken a while to get to that moment. But um, so that's how I ended. So going through that experience, I guess, yeah, it strengthened me with family law because I have a lot of compassion for my clients and what sure. they do. I don't take it lightly. I'm an empath, so it's hard for me to not feel their feelings sometimes. And that's the biggest challenge. But I feel like based on my own experiences, I can tell them, like, I promise you, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like one day you guys will get along when they have kids together because they're going to have, you know, it might five years, it might take six years. But especially when you both have moved on, you know, we have, then you can be good friends. It might, you know, it's a little perspective, right? You just have a little time away. Yeah. yeah. And is he still in LA or is he, did he have to, did he come to Houston He's too? In LA, but he was just here over the weekend. My, our daughter performed at a halftime show at the Houston Dynamo game. So that was so cute. That's awesome. Um, and we go back and forth, you know, but she lives here, goes to school here, all that. And he and I agreed to everything. Like we're very yeah. much about stuff. And I don't know. It's just, it was, it's been a process, but it's been interesting, but I feel like it's good. Yeah. And, so aside from that, um, I'm launching this thing called Slaying Down the Law. It's not laying down the law. It's like slaying, but, <laughs> uh, you know, um, but it's going to be like an internet show so far. Um, I took some footage at this event I had a couple of weeks ago and it was kind of fun. So we'll just see what happens with that because I feel like I always need a creative outlet. But yeah, and but for me to be in charge of it this time. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited about slaying down the law. That sounds exciting to me. I, you know, it is true. It's like once you go through this process and it's kind of funny, but one of the critiques, you know, that, that everyone always gets is like, oh, well, you know, you had a taste of it. You can't get away from it. But it is one of those things that is kind of like it really does get your creative juices flowing. Yeah. And you, you know, you see a show and you're like, I could do that. You know, I, I could make something like that. Yeah. So good for you, especially when it's something you're passionate about. Thank you. Yeah, it's good because I'm doing it with, well, my husband's going to be part of it. And then also my friend Brandon. Um, and he has like a really different perspective, a really good one. He's gotten me really involved in a lot of um, philanthropy. Like we went to a teen shelter recently for Easter and like handed out Easter baskets, but these teenagers, girls, they really touched my heart, you know? So I, I met one, gave her a Christmas yeah. But the point is like, he gets me out there in the community doing like hands-on volunteering. I feel like in a different way in other communities that I wouldn't have. So that's going to be part of it too. Um, there's just so much, but I feel like it's going to be cool. And we're just, yeah. We shot some things at like my rising star super lawyer slash 40th birthday, which is that's one thing they don't tell you is when you go on the bachelor and you're 23, like you don't care about your age being on the internet, but yeah, it changes <laughs> even from 39 to 40, like 40 just looks a lot older, you know? Yeah, it does. Wait till you get 50, 50 looks a lot older. <laughs> you're not, there's no way you're not 50, right? Oh, I'm, I'm going to be 52. Uh, I'm going to be 52 God. in a week. Yeah. I had no idea, but happy almost terrified. Crazy. It's crazy, but you do not look it. Thanks. Yeah, I, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's very sweet of you. You know, it's uh, I basically just soak my body in as much vodka as I can at all times, and well, it know, works. I think having a four-year-old and a two-year-old has been uh, helpful. Yeah. yeah do you thanks. have girls or a boy and a girl? Or do you have a daughter? I have both boys. Oh, that's no, no, both boys. <laughs> and you know, it's it's funny. We uh, my I, I really thought our second son was going to be a girl like if i yeah. were a betting person at the time i was like we definitely are having a girl 
And I was prepared. Like I was, I was excited, you know, daddy's little girl. Like you think about all that stuff, but, um, I look at it now and I'm like, man, it's the perfect mix for my wife and I, these two little dudes are, oh, they're rough and tumble. They just, Uh you know, they tear the house apart. They're going crazy all the time. And, and it's funny, but my wife is like a, just a really great boy dad. She's kind of, she's a tomboy, you know, Yeah, she's just a really great boy dad. So we would love to have another one and, and try and hope for a girl. But I even said it to the other day. I'm like, I'm already going to be 52. Like, yeah. I, I'm already going to be like the dude, uh, you know, T-ball games, yeah. a walker. <laughs> like, I don't want to be too old. I'll be like 70, you know. My ex was, I think, 52. I don't know. He's 61 now. So whatever. He was older when we had our daughter. But I guess yeah. he's never too old. Um, it's true. But I'm Very done. True. Like, my husband, before we got married, he's like, I want one. Has to be a girl. I thought my second would be a boy because I grew yeah. up brother and that's just what I thought but I love having sisters and I feel like for you having brothers there's something cool about having a lifelong best friend that when you have a one whether when it's a different gender you won't stay best friends for life sadly because eventually you guys both get married it's just different like I was always envious of my friends that had sisters and the bonds that they had so I'm excited for my daughters to have that yeah your sons will be like like the same way you know? I think so. I do. Do you ever think? I mean, do you and your husband, do you and Chuck, ever talk about having another one? Or you know, no, you're done. It's like the opposite. He's such a girl dad to the point where we even got a boy dog, and he wasn't even vibing with that. <laughs> uh, so my dad had to adopt our dog. He has another boy dog. We have a female cat who my husband loves, but he's just like the biggest girl dad. Like he loves to come with us to cat like pedicures. <laughs> um, he. <laughs> I get the kids will be like, let's play. We have a basketball net at our house and the kids want to do that. It's like kind of up to me. He loves to watch sports. He went to A&M yeah. super into watching sports, but actively playing them is just not his thing. Um, right. I think it's really good that we have girls. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, you know what? It's, I mean, I think it's great. As long as it works for you guys, I mean, that's amazing, right? It's that's yeah. what really matters. So at the end of the day, you know, yeah. I was going to ask you, like, when you look back at your time with the reality TV stuff, because obviously I know you've you've really moved into a different chapter yeah. of your life with, with your practice and everything. But do you ever think, like, if your daughters were to come to you and be like, you know, I think, oh, my God, I want to be on this show. I mean, where's your head on that? Um, I feel like I would, they're different people than me. But if they wanted to, I think they could hold their own. And I feel like I would depending on the show, if the bachelor's still around, I don't know if it will be, but maybe. And so I would, you know, I don't know. I feel like I would be a little concerned because I think I want the best in the world for my daughter. So I'd be like, no, you don't need to like (laughs) compete over one guy. They need to compete over you. Right. (laughs) I'm already teaching my daughter things like that. She already had a boyfriend and then the boyfriend, like, I don't know what she's thinking. Um, He kissed her on the cheek. (laughs) Then she's like, he cheated on me. I'm like, girl, you're in kindergarten. Like, let's <laughs> not get that serious over all this. But oh, my God. Them doing, I would let them do it. I mean, if they were like, I'm going to go on naked and afraid, I'd be like, no. Yeah, let's not do that. that. <laughs> but I think it's, a, you know, I feel like if they wanted to, they're like, I think so highly of them. I would yeah. give them advice and guidance, but I wouldn't really stop them from doing anything. Well, I think you'd probably have some really great advice to give too, because mm-hmm. you know you. I mean, it seems like you were cast as the villain because you rolled in with a tiara, right? And it's like we had that. We had that on Russ's when we uh, our season with Trista when we were on The Bachelorette. A guy named Russ showed up. He was the only one at this time that showed up with a gift, right? He showed up with a box from Tiffany's. So we just thought he's a jackass, right? Even though 
even though we just didn't think of it, right? So when you yeah, think of something exactly. unique and different, it you know you can get kind of pegged in a certain way. But it's like from your experiences, you probably you probably had a lot of the good, but you also know how to navigate through the bad. Yeah, and I think well. that I just have changed a lot as a person, and I truly am just more down to earth now. Honestly, I yeah. definitely think I was a little bit um like spoiled and entitled back then, to be honest. And then life has experiences that humble you, and things happen. So I'm trying to raise my daughters to be not that way. You know what I mean? I want them yeah. to be really, like realizing they realize how hard I work. And so I just feel like I'm trying to raise them differently and not complaining at my parents, but it was a different time. Um, so <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I feel like it's part of it is like, act, I was acting a little like much, but at the same yeah. time, part of it had to be true. You know what I mean? Like it had to yeah. be personality at the same well time. i mean i we didn't even talk about you but you also ended up on that kind of intervention show uh that you were cut off right i mean <laughs> there was that show that was like really life-changing to the point where like they actually convinced us that if we didn't graduate from this program that we would remain cut off and i think we wanted to believe it but somehow we really did believe it because they played yeah. messages from our parents and then I, we were like so concerned about graduating that program and I was so happy when I graduated. My mom came out. I was so mad at my dad because I'm like, you didn't come to my graduation. Like, <laughs> the show. Um, but it was, I mean, I also made a lifelong friend on that. My friend Jess, she was on the first below deck trip with me. But that was like a really meaningful experience. Um, it was kind of like therapy. I don't really even know what it was. We had a life coach. And yeah. it was pretty amazing. And I think that it was good for us. We had to actually live on a budget. There was one week my friends and I were like, do we want Cheez-Its or boxed wine? Like at the grocery <laughs> store. And we were like, can we afford both Cheez-Its and boxed wine? And then after that, I'm like, boxed wine is my thing. Like I'd show up to parties thinking it was like really cool. It's like bring boxed wine. Oh my God, that's awesome. But yeah, that show was really, it was life-changing, I felt like for sure. Yeah. So you did get something out of this whole yeah. experience. Definitely. Definitely. Wow. Well, I love checking in with you and thank you so much for, for coming on the show and for talking to me today and letting us know where you're at. I mean, I, it's kind of funny. I was thinking like, well, there's no way that, you know, that Erica Rose was on an OG style season. And then I started looking at like, oh my God, yes, she was. I know. I was 23. Now I'm 40. Craziness, right? It is crazy. Well, <laughs> You don't, you don't look 40. I mean, and I'm so glad for all your success and for the beautiful kids and your wonderful marriage and keep up the good work. And thank you so much for, for joining us on Almost Famous, the OGs. I appreciate it. Thanks, Bob. Bye. All right. Take care, Erica. So there you go, guys. Erica Rose. I love checking in with where she's at. She was, it's a great interview. Very, very, very sharing and very telling. She's had a lot of success since the show. So we appreciate you guys listening in. And Trista, I missed you at this one, but hopefully we can have you back up and running full steam on the next one so we can present together. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you go check us out. We will be back up with more episodes real soon. We got some great stuff lined up. Just go to the almost underscore famous podcast on Instagram and you can check out everything we've been doing so far and make sure you order us up wherever uh, podcasts can be ordered. I don't normally do this part of the show. This is where Trista comes in. So I hope I got it right. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you next time. Child proofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. 
Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. Mm -hmm. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.